Hello and welcome to the Should I Go See a Podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me as always, AJ Rebecca. What's going on, Bill? What's going on? Nothing much. Today we are talking about Annihilation, written and directed by Alex Garland, starring Natalie Portman. AJ, take us through this one. I got one. A biologist signs up for a dangerous secret expedition where the laws of nature do not apply. Ooh, one-liner. IMDb, you got me. Uh, Bill, should I go see it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If, I got I to gotta, I gotta go see it. Yeah, I think you'd be up your alley. This is a dark, moody, fucked up sci-fi movie, Ooh. which is like my favorite kind. Like, okay. Yeah, preaching the choir on this Where one. do you want to jump in on this? We There's so many angles we can go through. I feel like we should start with the writer and director, Alex Garland. Sure. Because he's done some really great films uh he did ex machina which love oscar love, love, isaac love. which is a fantastic film he did 28 days later mm-hmm. he was actually a novelist before he got into filmmaking and he actually wrote uh he wrote the novel for the beach which turned out to be that awesome leo uh, leonardo dicaprio movie yeah he's fantastic so he's done some good stuff so how did he do in this like it's it's kind of like your first contact movie we've seen a bunch of them the last couple of years arrival which came out yep. two yep. years ago which was was fucking amazing. Yep. So where does it where does it stack up into his previous filmography and then with the current sci-fi landscape? It was it's it's Arrival was is a great comparison to make because it is very very similar. Not only in terms of storyline, which is humans having to interact with the unknown, but also it's very dark. Uh, very atmospheric. The music cues are actually very similar to mm. Arrival, as you may have heard in, in sort of the intro music we played uh, for the episode. Uh, it's very similar to that. It's got a very uh, similar feel and intensity and seriousness to Interesting. it. Um, the, yeah, and in terms of the editing, the structure is similar there. He does some fun things uh, with the editing in terms of making it a little more unpredictable, mm-hmm. uh, like a modern sci-fi movie. So yeah, I think it's right in place with that. Another one that that came to mind was Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson. I don't know if you saw that one. No, I haven't. Similar to that also. So there's been a lot of these dark sci-fi movies. And this one also gets a chance to be a little more creative than some of the other ones. Mm. So the the premise of the movie, you see in the opening scene a, a comet or meteorite, whatever it is, lands on Earth and creates this force field-ish type, type uh, anomaly called mm-hmm. the Shimmer, or they've, we've dubbed it the Shimmer. And Natalie Portman, given her background and some other backstory that you learn about, is sort of uniquely placed to be able to investigate. So she goes in with a team of women uh, into the Shimmer, and the things that she finds there are very... Uh, weird like it's the easiest way to describe it okay it's bizarre it's like our world but different and so he gets mm. to do some really interesting and creative visual things uh including some things that are absolutely terrifying like this is this is a at times scary movie really like the me and oh, me and the whole audience is holding our breath during a particular sequence that i, I wouldn't want to say any more about but it's edge of your seat type stuff you got me uh you got me pretty excited yeah, um really this movie good has a weird history in terms of um, studios involvement. It's It has fantastic reviews online. Yep. Like people are calling it one of the best sci-fi films in years. Yeah. But for some reason, um, during the initial screening of Annihilation, when they get like their first feelers from audiences, bombed, tanked. Yeah. And apparently Paramount got scared and sold uh, distribution rights to Netflix. 
So apparently this is coming out. They don't know if it's coming out in the U.S. It's definitely coming out in the U.K. within the next four to five weeks. Yeah, it's a very quick turnaround to get it onto to Netflix. So what's your take on like the the that kind of rift between the initial screening reviews and because it was a finished product? Yeah, I think that I think it is the the depth to it and the weirdness to it. So does it make you think? Yeah, it is not as accessible as something like Arrival, uh, which even Arrival is 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 deeper than most sure. sci-fi movies. This is is very metaphoric. Uh, it's the ending is is you know, very weird and, and, a, and a little out there for, I think, general audiences. Sure. Uh, I think it's more in line with Under the Skin in that way, which is why you probably haven't heard of Under the Skin because it's another sort of just weird sci-fi movie. It's it's not the type of ending that you would anticipate uh, when you're going into like a sci-fi blockbuster. Like it's not that. It is makes you think, not what you expect. Uh, and I could see why like a test audience who maybe if they hadn't had a chance to read anything beforehand or didn't see any marketing beforehand or whatever, just winning cold, mm-hmm. they think it was just super weird and fucked up. Cool. Um, but I like that. I mean, that's those, those deep metaphoric makes you think lingers with you, makes you want to read about it and read other people's interpretations. Like those types of movies really appeal to me. So I loved it. Uh, that's like my favorite part of a movie is like this going on, like, uh, like the Reddit film boards and like people discussing about like, their thoughts and right. like how it connects to other stuff. So yeah. super excited. Let's talk about the um, cast. You got a pretty solid cast. You got Natalie Portman. You got Oscar Isaac. You got uh, Jennifer Jason uh, Lee. You got, yep. you got a whole bunch of solid actors and actresses in this movie. Actually, actresses, because I'm looking through the cast list on IMDb, and there's a lot of women in a sci-fi movie, which... You don't yeah, normally doesn't see. Yeah, it happen a lot. Uh, I mean, this movie passes the Bechdel test with, with flying colors. No uh, doubt about that. Wait. <laughs> I have a simple mind yeah. and don't understand the big words of medical things you just said to me. Yeah. The what? The Bechdel test. So this is a um, parameters you can look at to, to test whether a movie has enough sort of female representation and female perspective. So there's, there's oh, it literally is an actual thing. Yeah, it's a thing. So there's three sort of layers to it. There's three steps. So like the first to pass it, to pass the Bechdel test, you have to have all three of these things. So one is, do you have more than one named female character? Okay. Which when you think about it, a whole lot of movies don't. They have maybe one female character that has a name and then background women otherwise. Then the second layer to the test is if there are more than one female characters, uh, named characters, do they actually communicate with each other at any point or do they ever interact? And sometimes that, a lot of movies don't have that, especially if you think of like a Bond movie, there might be Money Penny and then like the, the, the Bond girl. Yeah. They never interact. You know what I mean? Sure. And then the third part of the test is when they do interact, do they talk about anything besides the male protagonist or is their entire relationship or interaction just about the Face guy the in guy? the movie? So in order for a movie to pass, it needs to pass um, to have all those things. And this isn't just movie. This has to do with any sort of fiction and any sort of Yeah, you can apply universe. it to anything. So I think there's a site online that, that kind of lists all the movies that, that have passed it and not. And it's, you know, it's, it's kind of just an interesting mind uh, experiment or thought experiment. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean anything about the quality of the movie. Like, same Private Ryan fails the Bechdel test. Like, there's plenty of movies that would fail it that mm. nobody would say are bad movies. Yeah. But it's just an interesting lens to look through when you're thinking about representation in, in film. Interesting. And so this movie is particularly interesting because it's a group, the entire squad that goes into the shimmer in this movie are all female. And not only is that interesting from the representative 
representation element mm-hmm. of it and the trying to integrate women more into sci-fi and things like that. They also do make a story element of it in the sense that all the other squads that they had sent into the Shimmer at this point were all soldiers, they're all men, and none of them had come back. So the idea was like, let's send females in, Fuck different yeah. biology, like maybe something different will happen. So they, they are able to weave it into the plot without it just being like, uh, we're making the girl version of this yeah, thing. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like they actually make it a story element, which I thought was very, very clever and just speaks to Alex Garland's writing. Yeah, like we, we're, we're seeing a lot of that recently with like the remakes like they did a reboot of um ghostbusters ghostbusters all female right yeah. they, they're, they're doing a, a oceans. oceans remake all females right this is gonna sound horrible and i don't mean it to sound horrible but <laughs> oh like boy. maybe if it was just done right the first time or like maybe if it was just had a broader perspective like you wouldn't have to have all remakes of all things I think that's what they're trying to correct yeah. for is that beforehand or, you know, years ago, that's sure. not how people thought. Yeah. So this movie uh, does it, but doesn't do it as a, as a ploy. It does it as part of the story, which I thought was very, very clever. Awesome, Bill. Um, so yeah, it, it's really enjoyable, really intense. Um, not going to be for everybody. There are definitely fair warning. Like it does get really weird in act three and there's going to be some people who might get turned off by that. But if you are, are into dark sci-fi stuff like you're gonna dig it well but my hope is to see it this week and maybe we can do a deep dive uh, review episode after i watch it i think that would be great because there's lots to dissect there cool sounds good all right bill thank you thanks for listening to the should i go see it podcast please make sure to subscribe if you haven't already and follow on instagram at should i go see it God, the music in my headphones right now. I feel like I'm tripping balls. You wanna? <laughs>